Hello, my name is Erica Shea, and you are tuned into Slay, where each week you and I turn our attention inward and reflect on ideas intended to help move you into a state of inspiration and empower you to take decisive, proactive action towards achieving your goals and really reaching your highest potential. This is episode number three, and today we are talking business, but not in a traditional sense because that is not why I am here, okay? We are talking about you as the CEO of your own operations in the business of life on a day-to-day basis, and we're building on an idea discussed in episode one that involved the different roles that you identify with. I want you to consider this episode just as a thought lens that has two parts that can help you support your aspirations more effectively and efficiently. We're going to talk about one, defining the responsibilities of those roles that you identify with to get through each day because clarity brings prosperity, all right? And then two, we're going to touch on resource utilization in the form of energy instead of dollars, specifically feminine and masculine energy because for a business to thrive, it's got to have resources at its disposal, right? And while you and I would technically have everything that we need, it isn't enough to just have resources. You also have to make sure that they're being utilized where they bring the most value because mismanaged resources, hot mess can lead to poor productivity, missed opportunities. It can lead to increased costs long-term, you know, due to the wrong or not the best decision early on, decreased quality, and more importantly, at least to me, low morale, which in this case translates to emotional turbulence, emotional distress, which can really affect your health physically as well. So with all of that said, let's get into it. First things first, let's talk roles. If you remember back in episode one, all the way back, to episodes deep, (laughs) we discussed roles and touched on the various hats that we all wear each and every day, roles that are core to our identity and just crucial to our ability to accomplish various tasks. I want you to think of your top three roles on a given day right now, roles that are important to you, but also have real influence and impact on your day, right? If I were to complete this and give you my answer, The roles would be mom, teacher, and romantic partner, all right? If I am CEO, then those roles, they are my team members, and I rely on them heavily each day because teamwork makes the dream work, and we got shit to do, right? So now that the roles are identified, we want to define responsibilities, and we define responsibilities for a few reasons, but they all ultimately just boil down to peace of mind. Remember, I don't know about you, but sometimes I have extra voices going on up top that are not those three key roles that I um, just identified. And it's super important that everyone just knows their place and they stay in their lane. And when we can define roles and responsibilities, it helps for everyone to understand who is doing what and to act with more cooperation and collaboration and show respect where respect is due. So you may think it's silly, but without guidelines or a sense of direction, it's hard to feel secure in your decisions, which directly impact your ability to just take action and be effective in your efforts and 
if you think about it, like many of the roles that we take on, they're assumed outside of the job where, you know, there's an actual job description. Chances are you've been operating on instinct, whim, just winging everything. And while you may be doing really good, right? I'm not saying that you're not at all. Like, wouldn't it be nice to just have a measure and to hold yourself to a standard truly and understand where you can be better or do better? Like, I assume if you're listening to this, that the chances are yes, absolutely yes. So with that in mind, you want to take some time to just sit and reflect on the function of each of those roles. Those top three, like don't get extra crazy unless you want to, but those top three roles that really impact your day and list out like three to five personal values for each one, along with three to five responsibilities for each one. You just want to get very clear, keep it concise because we're not trying to create something sterile and I'm not sitting here trying to give you this activity that's going to just overwhelm you and actually be super fucking boring. No. So for example, as a mom, my top values include integrity, kindness, individuality, sincerity, and love responsibilities on a day-to-day basis just include keeping my kids fed and bathed, developing their minds, their bodies, spirits, nurturing their individual talents, gifts, interests, and more importantly, above all, carving out a window of time on a daily basis where I am giving them undivided attention, quality time where I am not bossing them around, and instead just listening to what's on their hearts, the random shit that just comes out of their mouth because their thoughts are also so random right now, and just loving on them and being present. If I can reflect on my day and mentally check those items off, it feels really good. If I can't, I'm able to then determine where I need to do better for tomorrow, all right, and come up with a way to manage my time more efficiently in order to get those things done. Other voices, they may chime in during that process, but mom's voice reigns supreme for all matters associated with the littles. Like that is established. It is set. All right. So once you've reflected on your top three roles and clearly defined what is what you move on to part two, your resources, you take stock of the resources available and assess the ability of each one to really meet the needs, the demands of each task that you have in front of you the needs that we defined in part two for each role. The resources that we are referring to are your internal resources, right? The feminine and masculine energy that we touched on at the beginning. Those that are available to all of us, each one. And this is not a hard list, but for the sake of this episode and this um, thought experiment, I want to just run through a few so that we are all clear. So when it comes to feminine energy, you want to think, passive. When it comes to masculine energy, you want to think active. So this list is just going to be qualities of either or, all right? Feminine energy has qualities that are nurturing, all right? Masculine, it's about producing. Feminine energy, it's going to be more emotional, all right? Where masculine is going to be more logical, so heart-centered versus head-centered. Feminine energy is cooperative in nature, whereas masculine is more competitive, being the best. I operate in my my masculine quite a bit. So this is super important for me to stay grounded and just remember feminine energy is relationship oriented versus task oriented masculine energy. 
it's also intuitive. Feminine energy, it's intuitive versus the intellectual quality of masculine energy. So now that that is clear, I want you to think back to your roles. As CEO, you want to make sure that the resources are being maximized. Each key player, each one of those roles, those top three that you identified on a day-to-day They have spending power and they're going to spend, they're going to spend, 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 but you want to make sure that they maximize the resources without spending excessively, which can really have negative consequences, right? Like anxiety, exhaustion, emotional numbness from really over leveraging masculine energy. I know so many people who are here already, they're just dominant in their masculine energy, but it's also shows up as insecurity or emotional stress constant just self-sacrificing tendencies from over-leveraging feminine energy. So it it goes both ways. I don't know about you, but I really value inner peace and the ability to just access it on a dime, which means I have to maintain a healthy balance right in the middle where I'm not leveraging too much or too little of either. I'm just moving with intentionality, grace, and fluidity between the two based on the task at hand. So keyword intentionality, like we have to plan, you have to plan and align your actions with your intentions, the ones that you established for each role earlier with the most appropriate resource. You want the best energy for the job, best man for the job, best energy for the job. All right. So think about a typical day with all your different roles and all your responsibilities of each. I'm going to do a quick run through of what a typical weekday can look like for me, just as an example. That way you have an idea whenever you sit down and do this for yourself. So I'm going to start my morning. My morning starts in go mode. I know that I have to make breakfast, wake the girls up, get them fed, dressed, off to school within a specific time frame. It is a very limited window of time. So therefore, I am super task-oriented. The energetic quality of that, if you remember that list that we talked about just a few ago, it's masculine. All right. So that means I'm going to want to pull from the masculine energy that I have in order to be effective here. Then say I'm teaching some Pilates classes. I am going to be moving constantly to make sure I'm keeping eyes on everyone. I'm thinking about the exercises constantly that they're in. Those are that are upcoming. I'm looking at form. I'm demonstrating moves myself. I'm pushing people mentally to get uncomfortable. I'm talking for hours at a time. It's just go, go, go. Again, it is an energetic quality that is masculine. All right. Then I pick up my girls from daycare. So fast forward later on in the day, I know that they have had a long day and it becomes even more important to me that they know how much I miss them and I'm a point of peace, that I love them. I take the time to inquire about their day. I listen. I do less talking. I just ask questions and really just focus on listening to all that they have to tell me. It is an energetic quality that is feminine. It means I had to make an intentional, deliberate shift. But then when we get home, it's back to masculine, right? Because I've got to get dinner ready. I got to get lunches packed. They're going to get bodies bathed. And they got a hard bedtime friends at 7:30. I do not play because I need their butts in bed because I also need quiet time. I need me time and I need time with my honey. So once that's done, they're in bed, fast forward into the night, 
He's home. He walks in the door. I'm in romantic partner mode where I let him know how much I missed him. I show him with my words, with my body language that I am so glad to see him. I give him my full attention. I move slower with more ease. It is deliberate and it is feminine. All right. So as you can see, each situation, it had unique qualities that I could identify as requiring either masculine or feminine energy. Once that was established, I was then able to pull from that in order to optimize myself and choose the best possible resource to have the best possible outcome. So with that in mind, let's say, for example, I continued to stay in my masculine energy. So I went through my day, I taught my classes, rather than shift gears for the next task, I just continue to pull and spend my masculine energy. When it came time to pick up the girls, chances are, honestly, high chances, high chance, I would have been super task oriented. Therefore, rather than asking them about their day and just listening, I would be telling them all the things that they need to do when they get home. I would be micromanaging them once we get home, just making sure that they're doing all of those things that we discussed in the card ride home. Uh, it's, it's something, honestly, that happens. Like Even still to this day, it happens, and I have to be super aware of it, mindful and deliberate about catching myself so that I can be a point of peace and retreat after a long and eventful day. That is something that I value as a part of my role as a mom. So I gave you just a few of my responsibilities and the things that I value, but you know, I can be extra sometimes. So your girl might have a little description or statement of the things that I value as a mom that I just go to. And I, it's important to me if I'm not showing up in that way, you got to do better, right? So say I was operating my masculine when I picked the girls up, all of that happened. Then say Austin walks through the door. He's going to walk in and his eyebrows are going to hit the fucking ceiling and his body is going to tense up and he's going to start like reeling in his mind, just not knowing like what mood I'm in because he, he may not know how to approach me because I've been home, but I still appear to be on 10. I haven't took time to wind down and settle and relax um, by not being warm, affectionate, or just as interested in him or his day, he may feel like just eek, you know, and have a harder time relaxing himself. You have to be an energetic match for the things that you want. So it's super important to me if I want him to feel peaceful and to feel relaxed and to connect with me emotionally. I have to tap into that. I have to be an energetic match in that vibrational frequency in order to get that. Same thing with my girls. I I can't If I want them to soften up and relax and open up to me, I have to do the same thing too. I can't bulldoze my babies, both my literal babies and my baby baby. Like if you value it, you have to be very intentional. You have to make a decision. So that's why it's super beneficial here to track your spending, your energetic spending and identify where your valuable resources are going. All right. Think about those relationships that you value. How are you showing up? If you want to maximize your growth and potential, try this, all right? If you want to feel like you are living in alignment and just creating more balance in your day-to-day, 
try this, right? You've got nothing to lose, but maybe like a half hour out of your day, which is nothing when it comes to investing in yourself. And once you've done it, let me know how it goes. I am excited to hear your thoughts on this. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it in your IG story and tag me at Erica Shea. Your support means so, so much. Until next time, you guys, please boss up on your day to day. Utilize all resources available to you and show up for yourself in a major way.